Welcome to the experience. Sharing insights into the future of customer and employee experiences with Avaya. Welcome back to another episode of The Experience, brought to you by Avaya, where we're bringing you thought-provoking conversations with industry leaders, technologists, creators, influencers, and others who are bringing to life the future of experiences. I'm Anna-Marie Crowley, Avaya's Chief Human Resource Officer and the guest host for today's episode. On the show today, I'm joined by the Director of ESG and Philanthropy at Avaya, Riva Kaima. Riva is here today to discuss Avaya's 2021 Corporate Responsibility Report and share some highlights of the company's ESG performance. Welcome, Riva. It's lovely to see you today. We recently conducted the 2021 CSR report. Can you tell us a little bit about the purpose of this report and explain why it's so significant for us? Yeah. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me. So our corporate responsibility is an internal and external facing document, and we use it to communicate our corporate responsibility initiatives and performance, all of our efforts throughout the the previous year and the impact that we've had on the community and the environment, right? So it's a way for us to share our efforts, our outcomes, and share it with all of our stakeholders, our employees, our stockholders, customers, the local community, society at large. And our report typically talks about several topics, environmental topics, social topics, philanthropy, ethics, and and governance. And I think why it's important, I I think it creates, helps to create accountability, right? When Mm -hmm. you do this report on an annual basis, it really gets you focused to drive to improve. It also allows you to take a step back and really evaluate all the great things that you've done over the previous year. That makes sense. And obviously, this is something you're very, very passionate about. And as the director of ESG and philanthropy, I'm sure there's areas that you take particular pride in. And so maybe you can share some of those key points. Yes, um, there was some great work done by our Avaya colleagues this past year. And there are several things that I'm particularly proud of. There were a whole lot of great things, but for me, there were particular things in the area of climate, diversity, Mm -hmm. equity, inclusion, and belonging, as well as our community involvement and employee engagement. More specifically, when it comes to climate, I was thrilled that we were able to actually commit to setting a a near-term company-wide emission reduction goal in line with climate science. And this is an ongoing process right now. We are currently being validated or verified by SBTI. There's been some back and forth, and I'm Mm -hmm. anxiously awaiting their approval of our proposed uh, targets. When it comes to DEI and B, it was great this year, you know, recognizing how important it is to us. We added inclusion as one of our cultural principles. Thought there was some great momentum with regards to our DEIB council and the committee and uh, as well our our ERGs, our employee resource groups. I was also really proud of our month of giving, our seventh annual campaign, which was just a year ago. We raised in a month over $140,000 to support our partner, Save the Children, 
uh, with some educational initiatives in in Vietnam. So that was uh, that was fantastic. Employee engagement Spark Week that was a highlight. I think employees really really enjoyed that, as is evidenced by their eagerness to have it come back right for uh, for next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, so that was in February of 22, and it was educational sessions geared towards employees, not only professional development, but also personal development. So a fantastic program. And it's a difficult area in some respects, ESG. And people, I know even, you know, HR folk like myself, it's about defining it. What does it look like? How does it feel? And we look to our peer groups to understand, you know, what's everyone else doing? So how would you say we're comparing with our peers in the industry? That's a great question and one that I'm always focused on, right? Because we we really pay a lot of attention to the ratings and rankings out there. So Echo Vatis and Standard & Poor's Corporate Sustainability Assessment and ISS. And that's how we really determine or, or take a look at how we're doing as compared to our peers. And And I will say, look, there's always opportunity for improvement. Everybody always has opportunity for improvement. But as far Mm as S&P's global assessment, they've ranked us in the 83rd percentile of our industry. So that's really something to be very proud of. Yeah. ISS, that's the Institutional Shareholder Services. They've awarded us prime status year over year. And that's all based on us as compared to others in the industry, all relative. Mm-hmm. And they have us in the first decile rank, so the best. So like I said, there's always opportunities for improvement. It's weighing what you can do with your your resources and other things that are of importance at the time to the organization. But I think we're making some great progress. It sounds like it. That's phenomenal. And so in what ways would you say that Avaya's solutions are environmentally responsible from a carbon footprint standpoint? I mean, just in general, by offering video and teleconferencing and cloud solutions, we have the potential to contribute to sustainable energy and to the conservation of resources. So really just by virtue of the products and services that we offer. Industry these days is really focused, finally, (laughs) or getting more focused, right, on a low carbon economy and doing things to reduce their emissions as well as conserve the valuable um, resource of water. Right. That's a big one. And so like you're saying quite rightly that we're paying more attention these days in the industry. So would you say over the past five years, particularly, there is a push to become more environmentally friendly from our type of industry? Absolutely. And you can see that, you know, I mentioned earlier that we submitted Um, our emission reduction targets to SBTI or the science-based target industry in order to have them validated. Well, evidence that industries are really focused on this is the fact that a couple years ago, you would have submitted your targets and you would have gotten a response or a review in a very short time frame. We had to Mm -hmm. wait a really long time uh, because they have a backlog, which is a good thing, right? Because that means that a lot of organizations are focused on identifying ways to reduce their carbon footprint and push that down the value chain to their suppliers. Yeah, that makes sense. And when I think about our solutions, you know, it's not just about the emissions, carbon footprint. 
it's very much about the social framework that we support, you know, whether that be hospitals or first responders, etc. So in terms of our technology helping for a social good perspective, what are some of the most impactful ways that you think our technology can be deployed from a social goodness perspective? Yes. So top of mind for me is in the area of education, right? I mean, we all Mm -hmm. recognize that today's, the way we disseminate knowledge today has changed very significantly. It's no longer tied to like a physical campus or or a, a single classroom. And I think, and we've seen by virtue of a lot of the projects that we've been involved with, our technology can support the sharing of information beyond the classroom wall. We have several projects right now in India uh, where we're Mm -hmm. working with NGOs where we've shared our technology and allowed, for example, the technology to be set up in a core center and yet be allow the organization or the school to share the curriculum with hundreds of students who are in outskirts, right, who would not necessarily have been able to participate in that classroom setting. And we're using it to help skills building and employability. So really to support economic development, right? But it's all Mm kind of, in my mind, it starts with education. Uh, So I I think we can really, really have a big, a big bang there. um, Yeah. Education. And that's very much about involving the community, that community engagement. And I know you mentioned the month of giving and we have other events that go on from an Avaya perspective in our communities. And can you tell us anything else about how Avaya is working in communities around the world? Yes. So uh, this month of giving, we have a, a slightly different focus. We gave each employee. So month of giving, let me take a step back, right? Month of giving mm-hmm. is always our, the first month of our fiscal year, right? And we engage our community, internal and external, to identify ways to support our our communities, the communities where we live and work. And this year, our focus was on volunteering. So we gave each employee eight hours of volunteer time off, or VTO, to be used Mm -hmm. during fiscal 23. Those hours that were used in October of 22 will support our month of giving for this year. But what is amazing is the dedication and the enthusiasm of our Avaya teams all over the world supporting, you know, the efforts in flood-ravaged Florida, for example, Mm -hmm. lots of uh, Red Cross initiatives, greater giving, uh, supporting children, education through soccer. I mean, just some really fantastic volunteer efforts that I'm really excited to kind of pull all together. Month of Giving just ended yesterday, this year's Month of Giving, right? And so we're pulling together all of the data and the metrics and the stories and eager to share with everybody what all took place. That's excellent. And then just thinking that we've talked a bit about what we do out in the community and supporting and engaging in that environment, but we've also done a lot of work as you've mentioned, with diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging. And there's been a huge amount of development in the last 12 months or so around that. So can you talk a little bit about how that has come to fruition over the last year and how we've connected, I suppose, ESG, the 
environment that we live in and the engagement with our communities, along with our internal communities that we engage with, our ERGs, et cetera, and how that's played together, if you like, to support both Avaya and the world outside of Avaya? Yeah, that's a great question. So our I feel like our diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know, which really needs to be part of our DNA, right? We're mm-hmm. really starting to build that into how we operate. We had, as I mentioned, we have our council, right? And we really launched our committee this year to set a and implement a strategy that has multiple prongs to it, right? In terms of recruiting, in terms of building up our ERGs, right? In terms of sharing information to the organization about the various holidays, right? That are, I mean, I thought, I think that's been a fantastic ad, right? Communicating to teams, letting them know what is being celebrated by different folks all around the world. This year, the women's group got together to support an organization near and dear to their hearts for Month of Giving. And I'm eager to see what the what the results are there. I suppose as well, like, you know, obviously you work very closely with the HR team on the DEIB staff. And I suppose what I see yeah. is your world is, you're very passionate about it and you're using the passion of the ERG groups to say, how can we come out together and make a difference with what's near and dear to their hearts, I would imagine. And then you can utilize that energy right out in outside of Avaya and inside of Avaya as well, because it hits their passion. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Even uh, their involvement in some of our conferences, like our Engage conference, they were very involved in reaching out to the local community organizations to bring in some girls from a STEM education perspective, mm-hmm. right? And we brought them to the event. We got them really immersed in our culture and our industry, really just all about introducing them to the possibilities, right? Yeah. Which was a fantastic, uh, fantastic work by Winna. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose to Bring in, that brings me nicely to the next point. We talked about women in science, STEM, etc. But at the end of the day, ESG, there's a lot of science behind that that not all of us fully understand. I know you do. And so I'd just like to take you down that road a little bit. When we talk about, you know, near-term company-wide emission reduction targets, I know that we're trying to work in line with the climate science Can you tell us about the science-based targets initiatives that we might have in place? Yes. So the science-based targets initiative is actually a partnership between several organizations. So it's a partnership between CDP, the United Nations Global Compact, World Resources Institute, the Worldwide Fund for Nature. And their focus is on mobilizing the private sector our organizations to take the lead on urgent climate matters. So they guide companies in terms of setting these science-based targets. Mm -hmm. And now actually Avaya is one of uh, nearly 1,000 organizations worldwide that's leading the transition to the net zero economy by setting these emission reduction targets. That's fantastic. It's, It's such a global initiative all in all, like we all play a part in what's going on. 
obviously we've all played a part in where we've landed at this point. So it's it's time for us to go forward <laughs> in a more in a more positive framework. I was just going to say. So what's really interesting to understand is right. So Avaya's emissions, right, mm-hmm. which is what we're trying to reduce, they are primarily, in fact, ninety six percent of them are as a result of activities in our value chain. So things that we don't have a whole lot of control over. Right. And we really only have control over like 4% of our emissions. And the way that we've been reducing them over the years is by using our real estate assets efficiently, consolidating uh, where we can, Mm -hmm. reducing our electricity usage, reducing uh, business travel, uh, unnecessary business travel. So the vast majority of the emission reductions that we will need to implement going forward are really going to come by our work with our supply chain. That makes sense. Absolutely. And yeah, to your point, we're not in control of everything, but we can influence it. And then we need to do what we can possibly do. And so on that point, I know we've been looking to reduce emissions and you've been developing a recycling, reuse and take back efforts. What can you tell us a little bit about those programs and the impact they might be having? So a lot of that is actually, interestingly, regulatorily driven, right? Mm -hmm. We are, we need to comply with a whole host of waste and electronic types of recycling initiatives that vary from country to country, from province to province, from local jurisdiction to local jurisdiction. So we have set up a very robust framework to ensure that we understand all of those environmental regulations and we work with an organization called SIMS okay. um, and they support uh, the recycling of Avaya's electronic waste, but we also have them support any take back of Avaya products out in the world that have come to end of use. Right. Right. Okay. So like I said, a lot of these are regulatorily driven, but we are responsible by either by joining a coalition or by paying a fee to ensure that the materials end up in the right place. Right. And so you've mentioned a few different organizations that we work with or align with, or we even have responsibility to. Can you tell us a little bit about the ways in which Avaya is supporting the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs as they're known? Yes, yes. So Most recently, we launched a communication campaign within the organization. Actually, it was for Earth Day, Mm -hmm. um, this past Earth Day, to educate our employees on the sustainable development goals, which are really a blueprint for organizations and cities and countries to ensure a sustainable future for all. There are 17 sustainable development goals. They're very broad in nature. And we queried our employees to identify those that they thought were most relevant to us at Mm -hmm. Avaya. It was a great exercise. And we came up with a a whole host of SDGs and we are committed to many of the actions that we are currently taking support improvement towards these goals. So for example, SDG number four, that's quality education. Well, the things that we've been talking about in India, our own learning and development programs that supports education. Yeah. We are supporting climate action, which is SDG 13, just by virtue of the things that we were talking mm-hmm. about with the science-based targets. Yeah. So 
it's a great blueprint. It's great to identify what we're doing towards each one and demonstrate our progress. I love how passionate you are about it. And I love that you can make sense <laughs> of the science behind this <laughs> and actually bring things to fruition. Because I do think it's a roadmap that's critical, but it's also quite difficult to follow. And when you're on the outside looking in, we think about, you know, recycling and these things, but actually making an impact in the environment and the society that we live in. I think it takes a special kind of person to be able to make sense of it and actually drive it to fruition. So I hope this has been fruitful for you to be able to share what you've been doing and working on because it's a huge job and I think underestimated, not underappreciated, I hope, but definitely underestimated as, you know, we take these things for granted that are happening around us. They, they seem simple, but make a big difference, right? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. But, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm the conductor, right? It takes everybody, right? It takes a, it takes the entire organization, the HR team, the development team, the facilities team. I mean, nobody, nobody escapes yeah. <laughs> um, their need to be involved well. <laughs> in pulling together data and supporting all these initiatives. So I really have to thank just the, the wonderful folks uh, in the organization for, the, for their ongoing support. Well, we thank you very much for everything you're doing, Reva. And I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving us some insight into Avaya's 2021 Corporate Responsibility Report. If you're enjoying listening, please be sure to rate the show and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Anna-Marie Crowley, and this has been an experience where we share insights into the future of customer and employee experiences. Thanks again to Reva for coming on the show and giving us some insight into Avaya's 2021 Corporate Responsibility Report. If you're enjoying this, please be sure to rate the show and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Anna-Marie Crowley, and this has been The Experience, where we share insights into the future of customer and employee experiences. <laughs>